As we go to prayer today, I'd like to ask you to pray in your own heart as I pray. Would you ask God this? Would you just simply say, search my heart today, O God? Search my heart. And see if there be any unclean thing in me. And Lord, then renew that right spirit. I'm going to tell you something. If we individually and corporately together all did that and believed that and prayed that and lived up to the response from that, talking about setting this place on fire for God. Oh, well, I preached in a little while. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you so much. God, for the beautiful day that you've blessed us with. God, we thank you, Lord God, for the fact to know, Lord God, that you created this day. And God, you give us this day, Lord God. And Lord, we know, Lord God, that the part of our hearts for our church family this Sunday, Father, Lord God, is hurting for the loved ones, Lord God, who are releasing, if you will, their mother to go home to be with you, Lord God. But the celebration that has taken place, God, the journey that has been ended, Father, Lord God, there's not a one here that doesn't long for that finish line. But God, I pray, Lord God, that when we cross that line, Lord God, we will first be ready to have crossed that line, our final breath in this life. That we will not only be ready, but we will look forward to that homecoming day. Because God, I know, Lord, that if if we look forward to it here now, God, people will see and people will know, Lord God, and, and we can let them know, Lord God, our reason of hope that is within us. And God, we can share with them, Lord God, what we know. God, and Lord, I know enough, Lord God, that I'd rather have heaven than anything in my life. I know enough, Lord God, that... God, I can't comprehend the love, but that you gave your son, your only son, to die. That if it was just me, you would have said, go die on the cross, son. But God, it's for everyone in this life, everyone in this world who has been and will be born and are here today. God, we thank you for that to whosoever will. And God, I thank you, Lord God, for all that you're doing with this church body. God, I thank you, Lord God, for the vision that you have given us, Father, Lord God, that we might latch on to this vision. And God, that we might work toward this vision. God, that we might realize, Lord God, the great and powerful things that you've done. That you've done and you're doing and will do. God, help us, Lord God, as we pray to increase our faith. And Father, Lord God, for the many requests today, Lord God, you said to bring us every burden and every care. God, help us, Lord God, to understand that we compartmentalize our prayer requests such as we do our prayers as well. And God, we know, Lord God, that we need to believe in our prayer requests when we're prayed, they're heard. And that when we ask our brother and sister to pray for them, God, that they pray together for them. That we're not alone, Father. And God, I thank you for that. I thank you for everyone that's here today. I thank you, Lord God, for an inspiration of the word that you put in my heart. And God, for all that's going to be done today, Lord God, may we be in that audience of one. Not how many is here, but how many has come to be in that audience with you and you today. For, Father, when we come seeking that, 
Lord, we so often hear it say that the spirit fell. Lord, no, it does not. It fell a long time ago and it's landed deep within the hearts of your children that are saved. God, so help us, Lord God, to realize the Spirit will not fall on us. We will use that within us, and we will magnify you. We will give you glory, and we will see great things happen. Simply loose him and let him go. For all that's here today, speak to my heart, speak to theirs, and I pray this. And thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, and amen. Uh, Last Sunday, uh, I forgot. Declaration. We did it at the end. And I told him back there, yeah, I see. Make sure you remind me that do our declaration. So let's say it together, if you will, right? My past is past. My future is bright. God's promises are true. And his word is sure. With God as my helper, I will be all he wants me to be. I will do all he wants me to do. Receive all he wants me to receive, and I will give God the glory he deserves. Amen. Amen. You study on that this week, uh, and it will bless you, I promise you. want to read out of the book of Chronicles this morning. And the book of Chronicles in the Old Testament, uh, just past Kings, and going to read from the fourth chapter just a couple of verses. Now, the book of Chronicles is just what it is, as it is. It's, it chronicles or puts a timeline or a historic timeline of the ancestries of people. So, forgive me how I say this, but it's just getting... This can be kind of a boring. Don't throw stones. I want to get to you in a minute. The word's boring, Pastor Booty. Listen to what I'm saying. If you look in this and you start reading in this scripture, in the timeline, and it's just about listening to, uh, you know, so-and-so, and and you you talk about history, and if it's not your very own, let's just say, if it's not your very own ancestry, not your very own uh, great-great-great-great-great, and then some more, uh, parents, you probably are going to get bored rather quickly, right? Let me get your attention here. This is important. You're probably going to get bored rather quickly. But listen, in the first couple of chapters, it starts out. And it starts reading that way. And no, I said the fourth chapter. That doesn't mean I'm going to read four chapters of who begat who and who did what, okay? But I'm just telling you this. And by the way, this goes on for nine chapters. Nine chapters. It says, okay, this man had got these sons and had these children. And these, and they had, you know, and it goes on down and going. And that may be boring. But with that being said, it's there for a reason. And the reason being, if you search out that genealogy, search out that timeline, you're going to see how it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Every piece has its importance. So that's why it's in the book, okay? But through the reading of 1 Chronicles, through the first four chapters, that's all you hear. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden it seemed like out of nowhere, I want to start in verse 8, okay? Fourth chapter, and cause begat Anub, 
and Zobah, and the families of Herathal, the son of Ahiram. Right? You enjoyed that? <laughs> then, out of the middle of nowhere, it seemed like, in verse 9, it says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thine hand might be with me, and thou wouldest keep me from evil, that thou mayest not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Right in the middle of this, right in the middle of who begot who, in that timeline of genealogy, there was a person that made such an impact that we talk about him still yet to this day. So just a side note here, let us talk about this and think about, is your life while you're here making an impact for God? Is your life while you're here making an impact for God that people will talk about you and the life you live and the footprint, if you will, you made on lives? Are you doing that? That's why we're here. We're here to make an impact on people, and I've said so many times, you can't make an impact without making contact. You need to make an impact and not an impact. I'm not looking to make an impact for Orbe Step. I'm looking to make an impact that, Lord willing, one day, decades from now or whatever, somebody's going to say, Orbe, you know, just like my father, God love him, gone 20 years and I miss him every day, but I know most see him one day, people come up to me still yet today and tell me, had one just this past week, tell me when they came in contact and met my dad what kind of an impact he made on their life. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not bragging on my father. If he were sitting here this morning, he'd be saying, don't you dare talk like that. Don't bring up me. Lift up Jesus. But I want you to know something today. We are here to make an impact for what God can do in our lives. I'm excited. Now listen. Look him up. Find out about Jabez. Jabez wasn't a great preacher. In fact, I don't guess he was. He wasn't a great warrior like David or none of the others. He didn't have the wisdom of Solomon and whatever else. You can get the point. But you know what Jabez did? That they remembered about Jabez. What will they remember about you? What will they remember about you? One life will soon be passed. Well, what's done for Christ will last. What that will they remember about you? Listen, this is what they remember. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel and saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Let me ask you this. What do you feel? Have you ever prayed, oh God, bless me. Bless me. Don't be afraid to ask you 
Ask God to bless you. Don't be afraid to ask God to enlarge your borders, to give you an opportunity more than what you feel you can do on your own. Don't be afraid to ask God to bless you. My friend, I want to tell you something today. You may be here today and you're struggling and maybe if it's your job or maybe whatever it might be, maybe it's finances or whatever. And I want to tell you, you need to ask God to bless you. You need to ask God, God, give me that that I don't see. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. Show me the way in which I should go. Because when you do that and believe in that, and here's the problem today. Here's our problem, our our issue. I know that word problem shuts down people naturally. Did you know that? you got a problem. I don't want to hear you no more. Here's your issue. We all have issues. My friend, it's a problem. Our problem is we only ask God for what we think we can do if He don't do it for us. Our problem today is (laughs) that we live by faith as far as we can see our faith go. Our issues today, problems today, in what we do for God is only what we feel we can do for God. Jabez didn't pray that kind of a prayer. I want to show you something today. I want to share with you something today that each and every one of us can go away realizing we can do great things. I want to show you here in the Word today that we can do this today and we can realize this and how important it is. All that's said about Jabez, my friend, is just here in these two verses. But yet he left an impact to where when that time came and what he had to do, he prayed. And listen, by the way, you might say, Yeah, but Pastor, you don't know what I have to deal with. The Bible says that Jabez, he was born... His name was called because he, he bare him as sorrow. So his name is attached, and I'm not sure exactly how, and I don't really know that the Scripture does. I know about five years ago there was a book out on the prayer of Jabez, and quite honestly, I didn't get on that preaching bandwagon then because I want to ask God, and God just it didn't happen. But here's what I want to tell you today. If we will pray like Jabez prayed, don't tell me you have circumstances. Jabez may have had issues that people said, well, I'm sorry, but this is where you're stuck. You might say, well, I, I, I would love to have a different job, but you think, well, I'm stuck here. No, you're not. God didn't put you anywhere to be stuck. Do you understand that? God didn't do anything to give you, and I'm going to show you in a little bit, He wants you and I to be prosperous. But there's a way that we need and have to be come in order to be prosperous. But we got to realize when you pray a prayer like Jabez did, he said, Lord, would you bless me? Would you bless me? And bless me beyond my imagination. Bless me beyond what I can do. Bless me. Enlarge my hands. Enlarge my borders. And in other words, make a way beyond all I can see. Lord, bless me in such a way that you'll open doors for me that I never thought would be open. Bless me, Lord, in such a way that, Lord, I'm just going to follow you and I'm going to just say, wow. Look what God is doing. But you know what we do so often? The door that God puts before us, we see it as closed and think it cannot be opened. Yeah. 
I want to remind you that Peter was in prison and he was down in the deeper dungeon of the cells and if you count them, I believe there were 16 guards. 16 guards that were watching him and when there were people got together and prayed, I guess what happened? Uh, the doors earthquake, the doors opened up and Peter walked out of a closed door because the door was open. Peter walked out of the... And my friend, he showed him all the way back to the people where they were praying. I want to tell you something. When you see a closed door, that's when you pray, God, increase my faith. God, show me what's on the other side of that door. God, help my unbelief. God, let me know that it's not what I can do, but it's what you can do, allowing me to be the vessel of honor to do it through. You know that's what God wants to do with you. God wants you to be a vessel that He can use you to do great and mighty things. And guess what? Because of that, they didn't just pass by when it came to Jabez. Oh, wait a minute, i got to stop and tell you about this guy. Oh, wait a minute, i got to stop and share with you what took place in his, what he did. I believe they put in there about his mother bearing him in pain, and that's what it, I believe they put in there because Jabez had obstacles. Jabez had things that he didn't like getting his way. I'll share something else with you here in just a moment. And Jabez called upon Israel. And listen to what he says. This is what the characteristics that God wants you and I to have as well. And he says, now listen, Jabez is more honorable than his brethren. Do you know why? We first need to have that kind of characteristic. What, if you want God to answer your prayer, you've got to honor God. You've got to be in a place where God will answer your prayers. Sometimes, I'm going to just tell it like it is today, church. We want God to answer our prayers, but how much do you trust Him? How much do you trust Him in your finances? Do you trust Him to answer your prayers, but yet you say, well, wait a minute, God, i got this bill that needs to be paid, so I can't tithe this week. You don't trust Him. You're closing that God wants to open to show you greater things where you think you've got it in the first place. You don't trust Him. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I'm, I don't miss a service. But listen here. God knows where your weakness is. And guess who else knows? Satan himself knows too. Satan will know where your weakness is. And Satan knows. And God says, I want you to go beyond the borders of your limits. And I want you to reach out. And I want you to trust me. And I want to show you what good and mighty things I can do through you. But you've got to trust me. So many times we deceive ourselves saying we trust you, God. We believe in you, God. We love you, God. And yet we hold back from God. Wow. Rather quiet today, isn't it? That's all right. You know what that tells me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isaiah said, woe is me. <laughs> well, anyway. Jabez called upon the God of Israel. My friend, Jabez called upon that God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me. Would you just bless me, Lord? 
Have you prayed, say, God, is it too much to ask you to bless me? God says, I'm wanting to. I'm wanting to. But you keep on closing the doors uh, that I put before you that I want you to open. I want you to see what God can bring you to. Not where you are, but where you can be. You keep on closing the door. You will walk through. It takes faith, my friend, to walk on the water. It takes faith to believe that with God all things are possible. It takes faith to believe that God wants more out of you you in your life. God wants to give you more in your life. And may I tell you this, what God revealed to me on this message as I studied it. God revealed this message to me that I hold back messages like this quite honestly because the larger church TVs, it seemed like that's all they say. If you give this money, God will do this for you. And if you... And God revealed back to me and said, that was the door I was closing. That was the door I was closing. Because it, I allow those that seem like all they want is that. And this message is not about money, people. Uh-uh. This message is about God wanting to bless you. And if that's an example, if we use money to be the hindrance as far as we will go, uh, God, I'll give you my time. God, I'll give you my talents. God, I'll give you my mm, something else. If we do that, God's saying, now wait a minute. I gave you my all. I gave you my all. What about you? Giving me yours. I want to bless you, and I want to prosper you. I want you to see what can be done. And you know what? He prayed that, and listen, my friend, he acknowledged, and he simply asked God. And when you ask God, you believe that with God all things are possible. You ask God, and you believe in the prayers that you have, and you be that honorable person. And how you be that honorable person is you live after his word. You follow his word. You believe in him. And then, my friend, in you doing that, that's how you are an honorable person. You don't get honor. You become that honorable person by allowing God and people seeing that you have followed God in your life and how God has blessed you. He will honor you. I think that had two favorite verses. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and the other one was what I was not. You know, David said, I was young, now I'm old. Yet I've seen a seed forsaken or the righteous begging for bread. I want to tell you something. We are living below our blessing today in life, people. You know why I believe that today? Why I believe we are living below what God wants to do for us? Because we struggle. We don't have to struggle. There's a warfare. I'm not talking about that. Okay? We struggle with unbelief. We struggle with the fact that it can't be done. We struggle with the fact that it is impossible. When God says, I'll show you what's possible if you just simply trust in me. If you'll simply trust in me. And I want to share with you today. And that's what it is. And God uh, uh, blessed Jabez. And you know what Jabez said? Lord, I want you to bless me. But Lord, in blessing me, I want you, Lord God, to not only enlarge my coast, in other words, go beyond what I can see and do, make it even more so, that my hand that thine hand might be with me. He said, Lord, I want you to bless me, but Lord, I want you to know I will will always know where my blessing come from. I will always know 
where my strength comes from. So often we can get so caught up in our daily routine and expect that check on payday, my friend, that if it don't come, we get all tore up. But I want you to know something. When we can honor God and bless God, He will make the way when there seems to be no way. He will provide all that we need and even abundance. you know why He said He wanted us to have an abundant life? That doesn't begin to describe what it will be like in heaven. He wants us to have an abundant life here. He wants to bless us here. He wants us to be prosperous here. But he said in order for us to do that, for him to do that, we've got to honor him. We've got to honor him, and we've got to honor him in every part of our life. Jabez did that, and he stuck out among his peers, didn't he? Jabez did that, and he stuck out among his peers. Not much said anymore about Jabez, but they remembered his prayer. They remembered his prayer. Listen. That thy hand might be with me, and thou wouldest keep me from evil. See what he's saying to God? God, I need you. I want you to bless me, God, but I want you to bless me so I can be a blessing. God, I want you to bless me uh, so that I can show others what you're doing. And God, I'm not doing it that I can say, look what I got. Look what car I drive. Look what I have. I'm not doing that. I want you to bless me so I can tell people, you know where my source is? I want you to bless me so I can tell people, you know how I got this? (laughs) Yeah. God, give it to me. That's what he wants us to do. And yet we falter along the way. And yet we think everything's okay. But God knows where your roadblock is. God knows where those things are in your life. God knows what you need to have and what you need to do. And he said, you honor me and I will honor you. Jabez, the Bible says, was more honorable than his brother. Guess who the Lord blessed? The Lord blessed the man who said, Lord, bless me. But, Lord, in that blessing that I'm asking of you, Lord, also not let me, let me remember, Lord God, that you need to be with me and that you would keep me from evil. Lord, as you bless me, Lord, keep me from evil. Keep me to realize, Lord God, that my blessings come from you. And now, Lord, with my blessing, and you ever thought that when you just venture out in faith, you ever thought that when you venture out in faith that, what God will do for you. I want to show you a real quick story. Just come to me. Real quick story. Years ago, years and years ago, before I moved to where I'm at now, bought a home on the north side of town. I didn't tell my mom or dad about it. I didn't tell them about that we looked at a house. We bought a house until I told them I was going to a closing today. What? You know Why? Because I didn't want anybody to tell me I couldn't afford it. God had told me he'd give me that house. Do you know how I knew that? <laughs> the realtor would come to me and said, I'll buy your house if you'll buy mine. Somebody else would have said, yeah, but you can't afford it. And you know what? Have that little bit of me that thought, I don't know if I can afford that or not. But guess what? I took that step of faith and I said, God, you put it in my path. God, I believe you put it there for a reason. And God, you'll give me the payment to make the house payment. Guess what? (laughs) Lived in 
it 10 years and made $50,000 when I sold it. <laughs> God will bless you when you allow Him to open the doors for you. But you've got to honor Him in everything you do. You've got to trust Him. There's great things to do for you. He wants to make you prosperous. You realize? Oh, I started writing down verses in the Bible how God wants to prosper us. And I'll tell you what, I stopped after a while because I said, that's plenty. I've got the point. You know what he says in Psalms 1, 3? And oh, we love that psalm, don't we? Probably a great majority of us can uh, quote that psalm there, that first psalm. But I want to tell you what, it says in Psalms chapter 1 and verse 3, it says this, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water uh, that bringeth forth fruit in his season, and his leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth what? Shall prosper. God wants to bless you. God wants to prosper you. God wants you to grow. And guess what he tells us? Deuteronomy 29, 20, or 29 and verse 9. 29, 29 is a great verse too. But that's 29 and 9 says this. Keep thee therefore the words of this covenant and do them that ye may prosper in all that ye do. God wants to prosper us and if you keep his word, remain that honorable person putting him first. And don't think you ask. And that's why I said before we went to prayer. I said, what did I say? Ask God to search your heart. See if there's any unclean thing. God, if there's any place in my life, guess what he's doing? He's bringing it to you right now. (laughs) Amen, Brother Ben, right? He's bringing it to you right now. If you prayed that prayer, he's bringing it to you right now, what you could do to see him enlarge your borders, to see him prosper you even more. He's letting you know right now well, let me get back to some of those verses. Psalms 35, 27. Let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. The Lord has pleasure in prospering his servants, his people, his children. He has pleasure in prospering them. We know about the children when they wandered 40 years, right? Hey, they had on one pair of sandals and they never got a foot sore. The Bible tells you that. Their feet never got calloused. Why? Because God was prospering them. God was making a way for them where they didn't see it. God was showing them. And guess what else he did? <laughs> fed them in the morning, fed them in the evening. Amen. We can read those stories and we can say, wow, but yet we don't feel God can do that for us today. Wait a minute. He said, I'll change. No. God wants to give you more than you ever thought of having. God wants to give us as a church body more than we ever thought of having. But I want to tell you something. It comes by, first of all, honoring God in everything you do. It comes by honoring God, and then it comes from believing that God can prosper you and bless you when you ask Him for a bigger blessing. Yeah. That's what God will do for you. Well, 3 John. I love 3 John. I love the little Johns. Read them. But 
3 John 1 and 2. 3 John, first chapter, verse 2. Beloved, I wish among all things that thou mayest prosper. I wish among all things that thou, thou mayest prosper. That you, listen, God wants to prosper this church. Do you know what's standing in the way of prosperity? We are standing in the way of prosperity. You know why? said, I put the door before you. You can't see on the other side of the door. <laughs> but you've got to trust me enough. <laughs> I want to push that door open. And I'm going to see what's there. I want to see what God has in store for me. We get comfortable, don't we? We all have comfort zones, do we not? Yeah. Hey, I've got enough management skills in my brain that I can show you your comfort zones if you want me to. The bad thing about that is I see mine too. We all have comfort zones. And we think that as long as we're right within those comfort zones, everything's okay. And I can deal with it if a little bit happens. <laughs> But God says, oh, so much more you have awaiting you. Anybody here living that abundant life that you just couldn't know if God could bless you anymore, you just don't think you could take it? Yeah, silent again. I knew it would be. But I'm going to tell you something. God wants to prosper us. God wants to bless us. When you go out the doors this morning of this sanctuary, I want you to look on that bulletin board right outside. There is a drawing there of a future church that we have and I'm glad that we have prayed about. And I know today that we're all not on board with that. But you got to trust God. you got to believe God. We look at the number, but we need to look at God. All things are possible to him that believes. Circle that Mark 9.23 if you need to. But realize that's there for us. You know what? It's got to start by us honoring God. It's got to start by us honoring God. You know, preacher, you know me well enough that I don't preach on tithing. I don't preach on money that often. People can look at our board and say, that's pretty good. You know why? Because God is blessed. But guess what? How'd you like to see another digit up there on that board? Huh? Do you feel that can be done? How big is your God? <laughs> huh? How big is your God? I have a God who said he is able to do all things above all that we think or ask. Listen, I want to read that verse for you, and I'm going to come to a close, okay? Um, oh, I think it's over in Ephesians here. Let me find it. Ephesians 3.20 maybe. Oh, listen. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in him. Is that what it says if you turn there? That's not what it says. Let me read to you what it says. Now unto him that is able, unto him that is able. You're not able, but he is able to do it through you when you honor him. 
Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly, above, even more than we imagine, more than we could comprehend, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in, what's the next word? Anybody got it open? Us. According to the power that worketh in us. He gave us a power. He gave us a power. God gave us a blessing. And will you pray that prayer of Jabez that he prayed? God blessed me. God bless me that my borders can be enlarged, that I can go beyond my thinking. I can go beyond my precepts. I can go beyond my imagination. And God bless me in such a way. God, that when you do, don't let me get it up in my head that I did this. Bless me in such a way, Lord God, that I'll never forget where my blessings come from. Bless me in such a way, God, that I'll remember and I'll pray to you, keep me from evil. That's what we need to do. He will bless. He will bless the person that gives God honor. The child of God that honors God, God will bless you. And we'll say this, and we're going to come to a close. Has God blessed you? Has God blessed you? Do you give Him honor for His blessings upon your life? Do you give Him honor for His, yeah, Pastor, but you just don't know. No, I'm glad I don't. Matter of fact, I don't need to. Because He knows. He knows. (laughs) When you put God first and foremost in your life, see how He will bless you beyond the mind's imagination. You know what? Those little any, any excuses you use why you can't come or why you got to do. When you say those, God's hearing those. But when you let go and let God, whew, God will flat out take care of you. Yeah. Look at that drawing on the way out, church. Let's be a part of that. Let's believe that we can do that. That's a big number. And the natural mind might say, oh, no, that's a little scary. But guess what? God wouldn't have put that vision in our hearts. God wouldn't have put that plan before us if he didn't have a way to prosper us. You know how he's going to do that? When we honor him with everything in our life. I want you to know today, this may not have been a message of salvation, but I, Lord willing, will never preach a sermon without giving an invitation to accept Christ. Because you can't have nothing better than that. And if you're here today and you need Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want you to come down. And I want you to say, I need to be saved. But if you're here today and the message is spoke to you and you've asked God to search your heart now, You know where your heart is with God. Respond as you need to. Listen to this. I'm just giving the scripture as it comes to me, okay? But let us not be the person that honors him with our lips, but our hearts are far from him. Let us honor God with everything about us. Let us do that. And you know what? When he does that, he will enlarge your borders. He will open up doors that you thought would, how in the world could these have been opened? 
He will heal where there was a hurt that you thought never could have been repaired. Yeah. Now I want you to ask this. When you get into that place, when you're giving honor to God, don't forget. Ask God. Ask God with boldness. God, bless me. <laughs> bless me. Are you afraid? Huh? Are we afraid to ask God? Bless me, God. Bless me, God. Guess what God has? Storehouses of blessings that haven't been used. And he said, I don't need these. I want you to have them. Oh, well. <laughs> Lord said, that's enough. That's enough. 